Hello everyone, welcome back to Yield Today with Dallin Canlan. This is episode number 78. We're going to be digging into the Elizabeth Chidwick story. She had been swimming her whole life and she wanted to swim the Catalina Channel. And I'm going to be diving into her story and talking more about it. And three different things we can learn about creating a vision for our lives that will live on, that will help us keep going and reaching those high goals we have for ourselves. We're going to be talking about how she was able to trust in her efforts and her preparation, also trusting in the people that wanted to help her reach these high goals, and having a mental image to help her keep going in life. I'm going to be telling this story, relating it to my own life, and hopefully helping you with relating it to your life. And I really hope this episode is helpful. Definitely leave a review for the podcast so I know that this content is helpful for you. I really don't want to post anything unless... It is going to be helpful for you in some way. This story, I've shared it. I recently shared it with somebody at Wendy's. My family's like driving through and I just, there's this girl and she's like a worker and I just felt like I should like share it with her. And it's always good practice, you know? I'll never see this person again, likely. So like the worst, they'll be like, oh yeah, that was a weird guy. But the best is like, they'll appreciate it. And I remember she said that she did appreciate it. You know, at least at least a little bit, right? So the story is that Elizabeth had done a lot of swimming in her life, and she's really excited about being able to swim the Catalina Channel someday. And so she had all these, like, you know, intermediate goals that helped her to get to this big goal. And this is exactly what you want to do. You want to have these goals that eventually lead to this behemoth kind of goal. And so she's, you know, worked her way up to that. She is going to be swimming the Catalina Channel. It's like kind of close to the English Channel. I think it's like 33 miles, which is insane to swim. She wanted to be the first woman to do that. Basically what happened was she got in the channel the first time and was swimming and swimming and swimming. And she was just like so tired. And this fog comes in right. And she can't see how close she is anymore to her goal and she's like oh shoot I am probably gonna get out of the water soon so she went for like another maybe half mile or so and then she got back in the boat so you got her team and the tv crew or whoever else you know her supporters are in this boat and she gets in the boat with them and they go a little farther you know now her her attempt doesn't count this one doesn't and she keeps going and they find she was like literally like so close. She was like 500 meters away or something like that where she was so close to her goal. And she was really upset with herself. Like, why didn't I just keep going? You know, it was so dark. I should have just kept going and I know I would have reached it. And so the next time she jumps in and it's still super cold, everything's the same. But there's one thing that's different. In her own words, she said, this time I kept a mental image in my mind of the coastline. And that helped me keep going and reach my goal. This story is extremely powerful to me because it's like, even if you have no idea what you're doing, if you can have like a visualization to help you move forward, you can get through so many different things. Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning and was a prisoner of war for a long time, while he was going through torture, would imagine himself teaching people about the lessons he learned from that very torture. While he was going through it, he was choosing to visualizing, visualize something different 
than he was going through. I just think there's so much value to it. With that all said, let's just jump into the three quick lessons. Number one is just trusting in the work that we've already put in. I feel like it's really easy to sell ourselves short. I do this all the time. I'll be like, oh yeah, I can't write a really good book or whatever. And I've written hundreds and hundreds of Instagram posts and Facebook posts and LinkedIn posts, you know, all that combined. It's hundreds, over a hundred, many hundreds, probably over a thousand, honestly. Obviously, it's a different kind of writing, but, you know, you got to give yourself more credit, you know, with these different things because you've prepared and you've worked for it. Elizabeth Chidwick had done all of this work all throughout her life so she could be ready for this moment. And so she was able to rise up to it. And I think this is something we need to keep in mind. And having, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but having a good idea of what you've already overcome, having a kind of cookie jar, that's what David Goggins talks about it as, like having this thing that helps you remember all these things you've already overcome can help you trust your abilities and move forward. Because we're often much more powerful and capable to do those things than we think we are. We just have to kind of get the ball rolling, you know? Number two is just trusting in the people to help you get there. I think it's really easy when we're going after a really big goal that we forget that there's a lot of other people that want to help us out with succeeding. For me, you know, I have awesome roommates. I have awesome friends like Aaron Denny and Tim and Sam and my brother James. They help me a lot with reaching my goals because I can talk with them about it. And they each have kind of gotten in that boat, you know, and as I'm like swimming, doing my own kind of swimming, they're like watching me do it and they're helping out in their own way. They're there as support. Recently, yesterday, I was running at the running place and I was running with a mask, which is death, but we got to do it because I want to bring my mile time down. And Aaron brought a cliff bar for me, which is really nice of him because I was starving. And he also cheered me on when I was running. And that meant so much to me that he was willing to to do that. And this was a good example of Aaron kind of, you know, being in the boat and, and just cheering me on and helping me to reach that goal. And I beat the goal by like 20 milliseconds because I ran a 645.65 last time and I ran around a 645.20-ish this time. It felt really good to beat the time by such a small margin. But if I'd beaten it by, if I'd lost it by like a tiny margin, I was like, oh, I wish I could have just ran a tiny bit faster on one of those laps. It's just so mesmerizing for me. When you really think about it, you dig into the nitty gritty and you're like, wow, if I just put in like 10 more minutes of study each day for this class or whatever, it would have added up a ton. And it's just so insane. But yeah, I'm kind of going on a different tangent. Having people to help you out is so vital to reaching those goals. And finally, having that mental image to help you keep going. For me, right now with my book, I'm really trying to finish it by the end of February, which is a big goal. But I have not played any video games since January 4th. I was planning to start playing them again February 4th, but I was thinking like, you know, I'd sure I'd get my month in, but what's the purpose of that? I'd just be jumping into something I've already done before. I'd be jumping back into waters I've already gone through. I want to go to different waters. I want to go my own Catalina channel. I want to break my own records, you know? And so I've decided I'm going to not 
play a single video game until my book is out, until it is done. And it's amazing because there are people that have done similar things like that. You just got to look for them. Google has them. I was listening to the Creating a Brand podcast. He did this interview recently that was fantastic. And he talked with this guy who gave up hiking and some other things for like two years so he could finish his book. And I'm like, this is literally what I needed to hear because it is difficult to do these things. But having that mental image in mind, thinking of what you're working towards can help you really keep going when you really don't know why you're still going. Because you have, you have hope that it's going to be good, that the efforts are going to be worth it, that the tree is going to grow, right? We've talked about this before too. Like you plant the seed, you have hope that it's going to grow. I like to think of myself in a way as like a Johnny Appleseed. I try to plant seeds everywhere I go, like helping out people and different things. Do I know like how much it's going to help people? No, but I do it anyway. And sometimes I'll like run into people and they're like, hey, I really liked that scripture you shared with me that one time or whatever it might be. And it's like, okay, that's, that's super cool. You do it because you do it because it'll help you become your best self and because you have hope for things you cannot see. And I mean, that's faith. This is pretty difficult to do, but I know for sure that it is something that we can get better at and learn over time. If you want to learn more about the Elizabeth Chidwick story, just type in Elizabeth Chidwick. It is super cool. And I'll have a link to it in the show notes. I'm sure I will share the story with many more people because it is definitely an inspiring one inspiring one for me. And I'm glad I was able to share it on this podcast. Hope it was helpful for you. Again, those three little things I dug up from it, trusting in your own abilities, trusting in your friends and having a mental image to help you keep going. Quick podcast news. I know we've been doing a lot of solo episodes recently. I am going to be getting more interviews on deck very soon. So hang tight. We're going to be making the most of it. So as always, I appreciate your support. Definitely leave a review and let people know if this podcast was helpful for you, because that really means a lot to me. And yeah, I just hope it helps you out. And this story lives with you as it does with me. It's definitely helped me out a lot. With that all said, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to yield today and it will be a better tomorrow.